What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Winging It Podcast. Andre, how you doing, man? Yeah, I'm doing pretty decent. Uh, it's been kind of this week has been a little slow for me, but I'm fine. That's good. It's been a little bit uh, interesting for me as well. So glad to have a podcast. We can just talk about ridiculousness. So <laughs> it's been 20 years since the sixth gen and the and Nintendo's little lunchbox. So if you can tell, as you can tell by the title of the episode, we're just going to be talking about pretty much. I know it says GameCube 20 years in, in retrospect, but I want to talk about the 6th gen as a whole simply because that's to me is the best gen that we've had gaming wise. Anyway, um, that's the gen where everybody was on equal footing, despite what people want to believe about that. I'm like, you can sit and say, oh, mini discs were a problem. No, they were not. <laughs> they no, just, they weren't. That wasn't true. <laughs> that, that just wasn't true. It was, a, um, it was legitimately just a security measure that Nintendo was using. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. Um, but I, that was the that was the time where Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo were pretty much all on equal footing as far as I would. Say, well, I, I'm not gonna say equal footing, but I'd say they were more relative. Uh, relative, yeah, relative as far as in terms of specs. Than people realize. Um, as a matter of fact, GameCube was more powerful than the PS2 because PS2 came out in 2000, and the both the Xbox OG Xbox and GameCube had better hardware inside mm-hmm. chipsets and all that. Um, but essentially, was the essentially was the same. So I actually the the games that were out to me was I think that was the time we had like a lot of just creative the, the creativity was on point in yeah. that generation for the I, I could say that uh, the only the only downside to that is that a lot of games lost lost the challenge factor and difficulty to them because they were made yeah, way because, easier at that point because because at that point we're fully transitioned into the 3D realm and people weren't playing 2Ds like that. Mm-hmm. And that's when you started noticing like, hey, Contra really was broken. Um, <laughs> like, Because it was. I mean, it, it, look, man, we got to keep it a buck, man. Contra was broken. It was a broken game. But it was it was meant to be broken. That, that's, that's, yeah. that's the thing. It was meant to be broken. You can't make Contra easy because then it it dampens the it game. It defeats the purpose. Yeah, and it defeats the purpose. Like, it, I know people love to talk Dark Souls, but you see people like us be like, Dark Souls? <laughs> like, Dark we Souls start is, laughing at you. That's a joke in comparison to Ninja Gaiden, Contra, yeah. Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers. Yeah, and I, I Lion said King. that. Lion King. Lion King. Gosh. <laughs> it didn't matter which version of that you had. They were both yeah. difficult. So I mean, it was, it's just one of those generations where you just it, we we go into that, and so like a lot of the stuff that kind of got passed over in the SNES, the 16-bit and the 32-bit generation, kind of that kind of got glossed over. You can't really gloss over it now. So I understand why people would be like, okay, we need a little bit of a helping hand because they just did. I I, I can understand that. 
I, I, I really could understand that. Um, but there were a lot of good games that came out of that. Um, my personal favorite, Tales of Symphonia. Yeah. And I never know y'all really, game. Y'all really pissed me off <laughs> with this with this uh oh it can't run, and then two years later, magically it runs. I swear if Tales of Arise <laughs> comes out on the switch next year, <laughs> I swear. I swear, dude. <laughs> if Tales of Arise comes, if Bad Dynamic will be like, hey, we're gonna put Tales of Arise on switch and we're not gonna tell them like they did Nino Cooney too. Mm. Where they didn't, didn't even, even advertise even, it. Yeah, they're not even advertising it. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> so, but yeah, um, that's actually one of my favorite uh Tales games is Tales of Symphonia. And that was like one of the one of the uh, one of the better games on the Switch, in my opinion. Um, oh, somebody's happy. <laughs> you didn't exist then, so you don't know about this. You can't get mad because the child loves Skies of Arcadia. <laughs> See? See? Agree. Agree. Skies of Arcadia. Am, am I right, people? Skies of Arcadia. The game is like $5,000 if you try to find it now. <laughs> Either version of it. Either, Either version. version. Yeah, like you can't. That, that, I, I will never understand why Sega did not stay with that game. I don't know why. Like, they didn't make the me. money off of they wanted. That's the only answer. But from my understanding, it was still profitable, though. Profitable versus the money they wanted. Good point. Good, good point. Good point. Good point. Because I, when I see profitable and it's like you're, you're not in the you're not in the red, then that's a good thing that you're not in the red. Yeah. Um, but that is and that, that goes into one of the things that um I really want to talk about, and that's like what game I would love to see get like an HD treatment kind of. Mm-hmm. And that's one of them. Sky oh yeah, it definitely needs it. It definitely needs it. heck. Doing it now, putting it out on the switch would actually be the best idea. If you yeah, started with I mean, the switch and, and put it out, let it let it fool around on that for a little while, then release it everywhere else. Yeah. And do do the reverse of what they normally do. Put it out on Switch and PC first, and then put it mm-hmm. out on do the reverse of that. Yeah, yeah, because most of time they put it out on uh Sony and Microsoft, and then they put it on, on Switch and PC, which I don't understand that. I'm like, why don't y'all just put it out on you would think they put it on PC first? You would think, but that's that's neither here nor there. But the the reason why I think that game would actually work is because of how interesting how that combat system was, and the fact that it had Sky Pirates. Sky Pirates always win. Anime Sky Pirates. Yeah. I rest my case. <laughs> Just anime Sky Pirates. <laughs> oh man. So. Yeah, so um, that, that's one of them, and I, I know I probably you done. Probably not. <laughs> Dad's at large. It's rather vocal um, at this point. Ugh. Yeah. The other one though is uh, Eternal Darkness: Sanity's Requiem. Oh, they definitely need to do a remake for that. Now I understand, like uh, Diet was trying to get like that other one made. 
but I'm like, dude, y'all should have probably focused on well, they couldn't, like, though. Stuff. They couldn't because Nintendo wasn't letting it up. <laughs> but, but if you, but well, that's the other thing. I'm like, okay, my thing is, if if, if I'm them, I, I'd go to Nintendo. Hey, look, let's remake it then. If you don't want to go nowhere, hey, fine, that's cool. Let's remake it then. I would, I would be all over them to remake that. Yeah, that's that's just remake it because it's not like I can't see that selling because you don't really have that many horror games on the Switch anyway. Mm -mm. You just don't. At least not that many that aren't anywhere else. Yeah, I mean, you got the Resident Evil games, but most of the Resident Evil games are everywhere else. The ones that you got. Yep. The the ones that you have. All right, Cranky, come here. What's up? <laughs> you got a whole dialogue you're trying to say. Oh, you wanted to see yourself. So, as you can see, we're taking this little um, commercial break. <laughs> we have a little commercial break. Look out for picture in picture. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, picture they, picture. they definitely should bring back Eternal Darkness. It is just like it's just an IP that's just sitting there, they're doing nothing with it. Yeah, and on top of that, keep it was, renewing. It was, yeah, that's the other thing. Like, yeah, they, they renewed it. Um, what a couple years ago, they renewed the mm-hmm. license. So, like, if you were why do you keep renewing? I'm not gonna keep renewing the license, or something I'm not gonna do nothing with. It's probably one of those situations like with Metroid Dread where they're trying to figure out how they want it to be done and they can't figure out how they want it to be done or they don't like how it's going so they keep restarting. Oh. Well, that's kind of... You are not taking the cord to my headphones. No. Do you feel like standing? Is that what it is? You just want to stand the whole time and stare at the camera? Pretty much. <laughs> He's like, I want to be included in the conversation. I don't know what you're talking about, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, clearly, your child loves the sixth generation. Clearly. <laughs> well, he would. He definitely would. All the games, Smart especially the one I got. <laughs> Super Mario Sunshine for the win. <laughs> People hate that game because of how difficult it was. <laughs> and the sad thing about it was, it was a—it's actually not that. It's actually fun. Now it, it does have its moments, but it's actually a whole lot of fun. Now that now to be now to be completely fair, that's not my favorite Mario game. I still like uh, outside of Odyssey, which I just think Odyssey was just. Crazy fun. Um, 64 is probably still my favorite out of that whole situation. I don't know. Between, for me, it's between 64 and Galaxy. Uh, I, I'm still up on Galaxy. Yeah. yeah I, I, I can see that. I can see that. Because that, that was just weird fun for the most part. Mm. And it was very pretty for a Wii game. Yeah. Yeah, cause they they outdid themselves on that. I you can't lie about that. But that's a and here comes the 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 third party support situation on the GameCube. 
that's why I laugh when I hear people talk about like they didn't uh, third parties in. Like I'm like, nah, they put it out yeah. on everything. They pretty much put everything out on everything. It wasn't a situation like it is now with like um, you know, certain uh, companies like oh, we just don't like this company, so we're not working with them. Yeah, it was only a select few that did that, like Rockstar. Yeah, yeah, and, and but even them, they they somehow they decided to put Manhunt on the Wii, but <laughs> the uncensored version of it on the Wii. I was like, that why? Yeah. Like, but Johnny did for the PS2, still. which made no sense. So whatever, but mm. that, that was another thing. And then we, we can't, we can't, we can't. I'd be remiss if I did not talk about Soul Calibur. Oh, the best version. The best version of Soul Calibur was on the GameCube, still. and the killer to me was it sold better than than the others than the others. So better, this it's factual. It sold better, and for some reason. Bandai Namco never wants to put another Soul Calibur on a Nintendo platform, which makes no sense. Now, Outside I, of uh, Legends. I, yeah, I know you people say Legends, but that's not a real Soul Calibur game. I'm that's sorry, more of a not. Musu game with the Soul yeah. Calibur skin. That's it. I mean, yes, they, they put Lloyd Irving in it. I, I will I always love them for that. But that's not real Soul Calibur. Mm-hmm. They would never... They, they, they just wouldn't. I can understand not putting four on there, because there's no way the four would have been on the the Wii. I don't I don't even understand how they would have been able to do that. They would have had to make a separate mm. game. They they just really would have had to make a separate game. Yeah, they would have. Um, but they could have they could have ported three over. Yeah, they could have ported three over, and they didn't do that. Um, now, you know my feelings on Soul Calibur Six. <laughs> the game could be better. It, it's like they got all the parts to make a really good game. They just didn't execute it well. Yeah, um, that's that's saying it nicely, but but I still think that like yes, I agree. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm still trying to think like why in the world wouldn't they? And okay. <laughs> You mad at Bandai Namco, but you're gonna have to wait and talk. Look, you're gonna have to wait and talk to them when you're older. They ain't gonna understand you yeah. right now. They're really not. And, and even if you do, they're just gonna tell you to talk to their publisher. <laughs> like they, they are they the publisher. Always do. <laughs> but they, you know they, they use that line because somebody asked them. I, I can't remember. It was a couple of years ago. Somebody asked them something on Twitter, and they sent the thing back talking about talk to the publisher. I'm like, ain't y'all you are the publisher? I'm like, wow. So, <laughs> that's where I got that from because I, I will never forget that because it was just hilarious. It, it really was hilarious. Um, I forgot what game it was. Oh, it was um, says. I, I remember it was Tales of Grace's Elf when they put because Tales of Grace's came out on the Wii in Japan mm-hmm. and they had Tales of Grace's F on PS3. So when the Wii U came out, I remember somebody asked on Twitter because they poured that over to the Wii U and they was like, you have to talk to the publisher. I'm like, Wait a minute, aren't y'all? It was probably meant to be said is you need to talk to the publishing side of the company. Company, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it was just funny. I was just I will never forget that as long as I live because it was just hilarious. Um 
But I, that's one thing that I don't understand about Bandai now is like why they keep doing that. I'm like, you know, you have a fan base on all systems. Why do you ignore one? But I have no but, clue. But you helped out on Smash Bros. You help out on other games on their platform, but you won't. I don't understand how that works. And, and the killer to all that is they constantly say, oh, we can't make or this can't run, yada, yada, yada. And then two then years later, later, a year later, <laughs> magically, <laughs> first it because was Dragon those Ball numbers Fighters. increased. Yeah, Dragon Ball Fighters first. Dragon Ball Fighters could not run on the Switch. A uh, year later, hey guys, uh, in September, Dragon Ball Fighters gonna drop. What? Wait, what? Uh, the, the biggest offender is Kakarot because they swore mm. now Kakarot could not run. I was like, looking at that game, there's no way you're gonna tell me it couldn't. No now, way. Now, next week, it comes out next week. Like, really? Like, next, I think it's next Thursday it comes out. I'm like, I'm not buying that game. No. Nah. And I'm a Dragon Ball fan, and I'm not buying that game. I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. We, we're not we're not playing this game. We're not playing this game where y'all constantly come out and say stuff can't run, and then a year and a half two later, because the sales ain't where you want it to be at. Now all of a sudden, stuff can magically run. I mean, hey, that was what happened with Call of Duty: Modern Warfare. Remember? Yeah, I remember that. Couldn't couldn't be run on the Wii, but somehow it ended up on it. <laughs> Once it hit what it was 70 75 million, it, it ran and, and got full zapper support. Like, wait, what? <laughs> and, then, and then they made uh then they make like that little on-rail shooter for it too. They made like a little on-rail shooter, or was that somebody else? I think that else. was somebody else. This is multiple on-rail shooters yeah. for the week. That was just like, man, y'all, y'all look straight up tripping, man. <laughs> Y'all are straight up tripping with with that, but it, it's, it's it's just funny seeing that. Okay, who are you yelling at? You don't know. Apparently not. <laughs> Apparently not. Oh, and, and then we, we, we got to talk about everybody's favorite game series that's never going to come back, F-Zero. <laughs> Why you got to hurt people to the heart? Because <laughs> they didn't support it, man. I, look, man, I, it's, it's, look, man, it's time out for all this, like, oh, this game, this series need to come back. Like, mm-hmm. You didn't support it. I'm, I'm sorry. You and by the way, some people be talking, they didn't play it. They didn't, there's no way all the people that talk about F-Zero played it. Ain't not, no way. No, especially if they if they get mad at stuff like Wipeout and Fast Race and Neo, there's no way they played up zero. No way. I'm like, come on, man. Look, yeah, the way some of them talk, they didn't play Stream G. They played Stream G the way they talk because oh yeah, Stream G is another one that died out that generation. And Extreme G was not as hard as F Zero. It was still no, it was far it was challenging. Easier. It was challenging, but it wasn't as hard as F Zero. And if you ain't play that. I don't understand how you can complain about, you know, not having F Zero. I'm like, no. Nah, by, by most accounts, a lot of people are lying about the the whole wanting uh, F Zero to come back. Because I'm like, y'all not. There's no way you played that game. There's no way you played GX. Uh, what is it? GX? Yeah, GX. Yeah, nobody really didn't play GX. Yeah, 
So I'm like, there's no way you could have played that game the way the way you're talking about it. Now, wave race, I understand. I understand why why, why people love wave, wave race. I, that that's legit, right? I can understand that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, once that's another one where you're like, I kind of agree with Nintendo. What what else can we do with it? It's just jet skiing. Like, what else can we do with it <laughs> at, at, at this point? You know. <laughs> I, I I don't really Ooh. know exactly what to do with that. <laughs> Gwen, oh, yeah. yeah, fandom is like Kid Icarus fandom. You yep. like the memes, not the original games. Yep, I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that, Gwen. That, that's true. That's true. That that he ain't lying. I don't see the. I don't see. The, I detect Ooh. no lies. I detect no lies. That, that hurts so much, but it's I true. Mean, I mean, like, I would love for them to try to to try and port. Uh, Uprising over to the switch, but other than that, I mean, I detect no lies because that original game and the one on Game Boy, whoo, well, those are difficult. Yeah, I'm not even going front, those are very difficult games. Yeah, yeah, I mean, make you have a lot more respect for um Super Metroid. <laughs> oh, yeah, you have a lot more respect. You stop complaining about Super Metroid after you play Kid <laughs> Heck, you'd stop put, complaining about the original Metroid after you played Kid Icarus. <laughs> that too. <laughs> I mean, it, it was it's just one of that one of those situations. Now, speaking of Metroid, uh, the GameCube did give us two of the uh, two Metroid games that, um, once again, I'm pretty sure people didn't play, but they love to pretend like they love Metroid so much. Prime the, One the, and Two. Prime one probably got played by a good deal of people, but two didn't. And people that played Prime one only played to run through the game. They didn't do what people like you and me would do and scan everything and try to, the, <laughs> try to determine how, all the lore. That's how you had to get the story. There's no way in the world you did that. You don't know the story if you didn't if you didn't get if you didn't scan everything. You, there's no way you could have gotten. Mm-hmm. No, there's some just people that just there's some people that just scanned when it was necessary and that was it. Yeah, yeah, and, and unfortunately. Especially in the Prime series, you have to stop and scan and look and explore those games one, two, and three. You don't have a choice. Yep. And three, three has voice acting in it and like a more concentrated story. I guess you could say. I guess you could call it concentrated. But you still have to look around. You still have to go and. Uh, scan stuff because a lot of the lore is not in the cutscenes. It's in the the scanning. The cutscenes are for the action. Essentially. Yeah. That's what the cutscenes are for. So, uh, But yeah, Prime 1 and 2, it was different. It was different <laughs> because I wasn't expecting a first-person shooter, but at the same time, Nintendo didn't have any first-person shooters like that. And it came at a time where it was needed, so hey, I give them, I give them props to Retro and Nintendo for doing that. They made a great game out of it, and, and it gave the uh, the confirmation that Ridley was a freaking clone, and that she really did the, kill that mug in the first game. Yeah, the, all of the ones that she's uh, murdered subsequently, yeah, all clones. <laughs> definitely clones. And it's funny how, like, the space pirates are like, okay, look, we can't kill her. 
let's just make a hundred thousand really clones. Like, <laughs> ain't gonna make a difference if if she's killing them all the time. Yeah, she's she's picking them up. And my thing is, why are you only releasing one at a time? Release three or four of them. I don't know. Yeah, I would have had like three or four of them go after. She might have killed all of them too, but at least yeah, it'd have been mean, more of a fight. Yeah, because. <laughs> As we all know, uh, Samus is the freezer of the Nintendo universe. She has no problem yeah. destroying an entire planet. I say she's worse. I say she's she's far worse. Where when it comes to indiscretion, she is far worse. Yeah, because most of the time, most time when when Samus destroys a planet, she does it with like a, a fair amount of vitriol. <laughs> and there ain't and no I, warning for the inhabitants. You just no, there ain't no. Just like, oh, um, I'm gonna drop this power bomb and I got three minutes to get off this planet. And you ain't in my ship, <laughs> and that's Samus. <laughs> so, people, I, I know I just spoiled the end of the Metroid Dread, but um, that's pretty much how all how most of her games end. That's that's every Metroid, legitimately. Yeah, she drops a bomb or she blows something up. That's she she destroys something or drops a bomb in some critical location is gonna blow that blow everything up and you're just gonna be left with space dust in about five minutes. <laughs> you got five minutes to get off the planet. <laughs> Meanwhile, freezer flying by like, hey, ain't that my job? <laughs> like, <laughs> like I don't remember. Wasn't there a planet? I don't recall destroying that one. No, you did didn't, it. bro. <laughs> no, bro, you didn't. But, That's money. That's lost money. But the Frank Castle <laughs> of the Nintendo Universe did. <laughs> so, yeah, but oh, um, you, you gotta love that uh, that series. So, uh, Shadow, we are just waxing poetic about um, games that people um, swear they love but didn't play, like uh, F Zero and um, uh, yeah. six gen related. Yeah, six gen related. <laughs> <laughs> so. It's pretty much all of the GameCube games at that time because uh, p- people don't people like have revision revisionist history and whatnot. GameCube was was uh, shunned just as much as Wii U was. Um, a, a lot of people, and w- what the crazy thing about it was is that uh, pretty much there was no there was no really good reason for it because you had a unlike Wii U. There was evidence to counter all the claims of the of the BS that was going around at the time. When you say, "Hey, well, it doesn't, it's not going to be able to run said third party games," and then said third party games come out, it just takes time and money. And then once they here's the answer: day and day too. Purple lunchbox. Yep, is what it was. Purple lunchbox. Does it? It was purple. Even even though even though though there were multiple colors. Yeah. At launch, launch system black. The one that it was it was uh black. Um, black, indigo, silver, and purple. Black, and silver, purple. and the platinum and was, one came out the next year. The platinum yeah, one came yep. out the next year. So and the, the wave bird, spice orange, I think, but that was Japan only. So that, yeah, that was. But that, but that was well, a launch well, color too. Well, spice orange came out to the states. It did because I, I remember. Yeah, I remember seeing it, but it was at the end of the life cycle. It was at the oh, end. limited edition then. Yeah, I remember wanting to order one just for that reason, and then just mod it so I could play U.S. games on it. But it, man, that whole. That started well. I won't say that started because it's always been around since the since the uh, Sega does what Nintendo uh, era. But it just really became a thing where well, well, the GameCube kept the discs are so small, and then we had the whole spec conversation. And I'm like, this 
the GameCube and the Xbox came out at a time where there were emerging technologies for uh, for graphics hardware and generic uh, compute all around, and it was a it was a time where computer scientists were trying to decide which way they wanted to go, whether they wanted to go um, heavy SIMD or whatever, whether we wanted to have a whole bunch of uh, baked in fixed function stuff that worked really, really well and was guaranteed all the time, or have a whole bunch of programmable stuff, which means that you gotta do, now you gotta do uh, load balancing, because you can have a whole bunch of programmable stuff, but you can't do all of it here, and you can do a little bit here, kind of, whereas, um, and that was the difference between GameCube and Xbox for the most part, where um, you can kind of do a jack of all trades on the Xbox and, and you can have, hey, we can make some very realistic stuff here with, you know, um, dot three product or what, what have you, bump mapping over here. And then on GameCube, they're just like, well, we have baked in bump mapping and your game runs regardless of whatever, because we already built the system in mind of having these effects already here. So you don't even have to think about it as a programmer versus on Xbox. You got to start from ground zero saying, hey, if I'm going to budget this, then I'm going to have to decide. And that was just one of those things where uh, it took, you know, like 20 years to pass for people to to recognize what what the true situation was versus, oh, well, the Xbox is the most powerful console of all time. Like, Guinness Book World Record marketing and all this other kind of BS, like, that was a lot of, there was a lot of tomfoolery going around there, doing stuff like we only count vertices instead of polygons. It was a lot of foolishness happening there then at the time that did not help uh, Nintendo being brutally honest and saying, hey, look, in the game, you're gonna see anywhere between six to twelve million polygons per, per frame or what have you, per second. So that was just one of those things where they're just like, "Well, we think that's the weakest because even Sony told us sixty-six, and sixty-six was—I mean, you barely even got a screen." Up. Um, so they just didn't even. It was one of those things where I—you can blame Nintendo marketing, but at the same point in time. It's it's going to be Nintendo of Japan because they decide what information to release about whatever. And it's sad because you have people saying in 1999, hey, we have something that's going to be more uh, more complex than the PS2 then at the time. You had Nintendo reps saying that in 1999. And then by the time that it came out, the marketing had evolved or Sony put out information when they decided to launch their platform to where the numbers, quote unquote, on paper that they decide to focus on will appear to be better. And that's just one of those things. You'll still find people today that will say, hey, the PS2 is a more powerful console or what have you. And I'm just like, dude, nah. I, well, I don't. Well, 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 shadow, shadow, when you throw a DVD player in your console. <laughs> I, well, it's a black box and it looks like it does more. Um, but you okay. throw a DVD player in there, you know, I'm it's, just saying. It's just one of those things. I like if you look at what Nintendo designed the GameCube around, it did not deserve all of the backlash that it got then at the time. And of course, now after the fact, you know, 20 years later, everybody's a GameCube everybody collector. They love it. It's a wonderful system. It's got great games on it. Blah, 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 blah. Every game that released when it released, they had complaints. Oh, well, it only got one, it's only got one shoulder button up there. What is this Z thing? We don't understand. And, and the triggers aren't the triggers that we're used to because it's not a PlayStation but, controller. But nobody complained when Soul Calibur 2 hit. Exactly. Not one person. 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> that GameCube controller was the best controller for that. These game. these yeah. bean buttons, I don't understand the bean buttons. It doesn't. Why is the A button so big? This is for babies. Oh, okay. But, but, so why you always playing Smash with it though? Why you but, don't want to move away from Melee? Why is that the only game you want to play? But, 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 but when Double Dash came out, couldn't get you out your dorm room. Exactly. <laughs> that, that's just you know that's one one of the things, man. And and it's uh, it's coming from that generation and being being an adult during that generation and seeing the stuff that grown ass adults would say about a piece of plastic. I but seeing it all over again for Wii U and now Switch just. I, all, all I do is just throw my hands up at this point because this well, is it's going to continue to be a repeating thing. Because this, because this is the gen where the fake, the the, the people started listening more to the PR stuff than and trying to be a fake techhead than anything else. The whole PS5 SSD thing exposed everybody at this point, and yeah, I, I said yeah. this from the beginning, like, yeah. and you didn't have to believe me. Because after I said it, Mark Cerny showed he, it. Yeah, he, he, it. he gave a press briefing to Wired and said, this is how we want to program games going forward. If you cache data in this order and then stage it temporarily on the SSD, then we can expand more of it to go to RAM faster and then the game runs faster. Or we have faster <laughs> loads that way. Loads to what? Loads to what? Loads to RAM. <laughs> Everybody just said, screw that, we'll just use Unreal Engine. Completely yeah. breaking the, the whole cycle. Exactly. The, the, and the funny thing about it was not only did you do the press briefing, there is an entire presentation that was not meant for the general public. It was meant for the developers that they pushed to the general public, and the general public didn't know what the hell they were talking about. No, nope, they were. They saw some man, Mark Sterling made me sleep. I like this guy just because he's a PlayStation guy. Like, and I'm like, he's this, telling y'all the truth. Just yeah, fucking listen like, to him. But I'm like, this is this ain't for you though. This is not for the general public. This is for the developers. Like, why are they showing this? They shouldn't yeah. be showing this because the your casual general public that plays the PlayStation does not know how. They don't care. <laughs> oh, no one care. Yeah, they don't care. They want They're, you to show, they want you to say 8K. They want you to say <laughs> 135,000 frames a second. And they want you to say that they better than everybody else. That's what they want you to say. I had this conversation that wasn't started by me on Weapon Wheel, talking about what was weak and what was strong. As soon as I said, why do you think that? And start going into, hey, well, what about the technical specifications? What makes you think? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, you're going way too deep now. You're talking about psychosis and stuff. You're going way too deep. What, wait, don't, what? don't ask the question then. Don't ask questions. Don't, don't, don't. I hate when people do that. I hate when people ask a question and then when you give them the answer, they get mad. Yeah, because they don't want they don't want they don't want an answer. They want validation. That's all yeah. it really yeah. is. Yeah, so, just want to hear what they want. They want to hear what what they want to hear what they like is the best. That's it. That's all. So Shadow, I say all that to say this: Is there any chance we get an F zero on GX and AX? Of course not. Of course not. <laughs> Of course not. Look, we're, oh, we'll be lucky. Stop that. We'll we'll be lucky if we if we get Bayonetta three by the end of the generation. So we're, we're just we're buying our time right now. But if it flips again, it may end up being a Switch successor game. We'll have to see, 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 Shadow, because you said that now we're gonna get a a, a freaking direct next week with Bayonetta three releasing on Christmas Day. Because oh, of, of course, only <laughs> if happens. only if Andre does another video. <laughs> Why y'all hinging this on me? 
putting all this pressure on me. You make it so. Because we want the game to come out. Because we want the game to come out. And we know that's the only way we're going to get it out. It was like, What's up, oh, the, the only way Kami is the only way Kami is going to let them or Nintendo is going to let them release the game is if Andre puts out a video. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Just so, just so you can mess up your entire timeline. Yep. <laughs> nah, I, I noticed because I saw I saw Smallway was trying to do. He's like, ah, every time I every time I, I'm getting ready to do a video, I put a video out and I say, ah, well, we're waiting on information to see if this is going to happen, blah blah blah. And then as soon as I release the video, then there's announcement. I'm like, what you don't know is in between the time of you starting your little video and before the announcement, Andre had dropped the video. And then there you go. And then that makes it so. They're just like, yeah, we've been waiting on this for a while, but since Andre made a video, let's just go ahead and release it. There you go. There you go. Y'all want Double Dragon again? Here you go. <laughs> oh, man. But I will say this. So, Shadow, what game What, what game you think out of the 6th gen could actually use, like, a remaster or a remake? I, we already said Eternal Darkness and, like, the Wave Race stuff. So, Eternal Darkness. I Right now, that is a really well done game as far as uh, video goes. Um, surround sound in that game is phenomenal. Um, that Dolby Pro Logic 2 works good even on newer surround sound sets. My old Denon, yeah, it sounded great because it, it was it was Dolby Pro Logic 2 um, receiver. Um, even the newer Dolby Digital stuff that doesn't really know how to process that stuff well, it still it still takes out the the analog and is able to split it in a way where the base is still where it needs to be on the sub and the the other um auxiliary sounds are still spread around you so that game that game was done really well there are a couple of Dolby pro logic 2 games that didn't um even even a uh, rebel strike uh had Dolby pro logic 2 but um rogue leader was a little bit better because in i guess they had to compress some of the audio in Rebel Strike, because that game was so big, it had two games in it. Well, so Rogue Leader, Rogue Leader had all that. Uh, that that was straight up Lucasfilm being Lucas, yeah. Lucas Arts. I mean, Lucas Arts being Lucas Arts and working with Lucasfilm. That's how that sound got like that. I, yeah. I just and that was just phenomenal yeah. bass and all the sound you, effects. They put you in those X wings and those fighters. They put you in, right in the episode that they were lifting from. So I, I would I would say if we go back, it should be those. It, I, any of the Star Wars games, I'm going to say probably Rebel Strike. Rebel Strike would probably be a good thing to just go ahead and bring back. Yeah. Um, and Rogue Leader. And Rogue, 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 Rogue Leader for Rogue Leader, yeah. yeah for the for the uh, especially for the the IGN fanboys back in the day just to to get them get 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 uh, get Fran Goat to come back. Um, <laughs> that would be good. That would be good probably. That game for, was damn near perfect in my opinion. It was. It was to me. And and it's funny because those games. They play in a very peculiar way. You have to learn how some of the physics work. Uh, sometimes button presses as well. Uh, some of them are delayed for certain things, and some of them are not. So you have to. But once you, you got to, yeah, you got to time that perfectly. And once you know, then it, yeah. then it's good. So it's like I think that would be those games would be good. Um, Eternal Darkness would. Probably really be good in Adobe Digital. I, I, my only issue is that since the Switch doesn't really do it, it's, it's PCM audio. Um, I don't know how well that would come across. There's no, 
there's no encoding algorithm that a game would natively support that'll make it. Uh, there, are, there are games on Switch that, that handle this around really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't know. I don't know how good it would translate uh, from GameCube to Switch since that's a different point. Yeah, that's a different type of like it was just analog or just digital to analog to digital coming from GameCube, but it's still the same signal. And then your receiver knew what to do with it. Um, because it was just it, all they did was just they encapsulated two audio signals and then they just say, hey, put this on this channel, this on this channel. And Adobe Pro Logic 2 knew how to receive that. But if it's not even if it's not even analog to begin with and then it goes back out and the receiver doesn't know how to you get what I'm saying, like it doesn't know how to take it and divvy it up, because at the time when that was developed, uh, you require anal- analog out or some type of analog receiver in there that isn't one at all in yeah. switch so i don't know how how that how that audio they would just have to completely rebuild the audio i think for for that which, game which i think they'll probably wind up having to do just because yeah they'd have to do they'd have to do it just because at this point um i'm trying to think what else i everybody wants the prime games but i'm still one of those like you've had we and we you to run through all these games, uh, yeah. be it via GameCube or the re-releases on Wii and Wii U, so I don't really, I don't know how to how to justify that at this point because I, the only way to justify it is because it's not in HD sixty, and you can now yes. put it in HD sixty. You can now, yes, you can. That's the only way to justify it. But at the same time, because I didn't mind the GameCube controls, but let's be keeping it a buck. The Wii U, the Wii Remote and Chuck was way better for, for first person shooters. Yeah, way better. Way better. And the Joy Cons ain't. Because <laughs> yeah. the Joy Cons are not. The, this is not the same as a Wii Remote and Chuck. I'm just saying. It's just not. So um, I, I don't know how you. I, I just don't know. Um, but. I, I think the the only way you could get around the, the the selling point would be HD sixty ten eighty sixty. That's that's the selling point because the other games just weren't. Yeah, it. I mean, even if you do that though, the, so here's my issue with that: it'll end up being like uh, the other games, the other older games that got ported to Switch. Like you mm-hmm. you're talking about, like um. Like your Quake and um, and stuff like that. Yeah, it'll be it'll be 1080p 60 and whatnot, but with all those old assets. So yep. I, to me personally, I don't think it'll be worthwhile unless you do a full on remake. So um, it probably would, probably would have to be just be a full on remake. Then. Yeah, re, it, at least just remake Metroid Prime. Like I know you can't really probably do two and three like that in in, in quick succession. But if some yeah. if if some studio like, cause you got other Andy studios, or, or or just somebody, just somebody in America that's not doing anything right now. Like you could just say, "Hey, look, well, we just need y'all to redo these assets. We'll have somebody from Retro send you yeah. the old artwork, and then you know." Nothing to say. What, what about all them people that Retro and Monolith had hired? Like, what what are they doing? <laughs> well, Monolith is opening new studios. They're doing all kind of stuff right now. So I. I no telling what they're what they're really. I, I, the yeah. one I, well, we know what they're doing. Xenoblade Three, um, yeah, and, and another up, game, and another brand Monolith new game. is gearing up to have a split Xenoblade timeline. You're going yep. to have an X series, and then a yeah. then a regular Chronicles. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's pretty much what it. We're gonna have full on anime, and then we're gonna have full on 
we don't y'all wanted Final Fantasy, so, so now you got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's basically what we're gonna get. Sand, Sandstorm said 1080. I think it. I think it's time for 1080 um, to come yeah. back again. To be be honest with you, yeah. I like. I like. And we're talking about we now, but I like the Excite bots a lot. Um, well, the Excite that, truck. I'm sorry. Well, that, Excite truck and Excite. No, there, there was no reason for the Excite series to stop. Yeah, uh, no reason. There just wasn't. I mean, to, if, if we're being honest about it. But then again, there was no reason for the 1080 series to stop either. Yeah. You know I don't know. I don't know how well 1080s Avalanche. So I'm not really certain. Well, I, but back then, well, I will say this: back then, everybody was trying to be extreme. It was extreme everything. It was yep, inline yeah. skating. It was uh, Tony Hawk was off the chain. They had Venom and Spider Man and Darth Maul and Tony Hawk. So, you had games and stuff like yeah, that. BMX, yep. Yeah, BMX Triple S. And back then, like uh, the other thing too was 200,000 copies in North America was considered decent then. Yeah. So it, it, you didn't need was, to sell a million you were making a meal Because you were making a meal. Yeah. You, you were bringing in, well, actually you were making more than a million dollars. You were bringing in profit. So yep. you, you didn't need, because now you got um, studios with freaking uh, Marvel um, Marvel and DC Yeah, production budgets. quality. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's not necessary. Yeah, yeah, about, they're talking about $200 million. Like, what, what are we doing? What? Who... Meanwhile, oh, meanwhile, <laughs> at, at Nintendo of Japan, we exactly. spent that much. <laughs> we, spent like, that much. <laughs> we we made arms with with nine people, and here we go. Like, yeah, and two million copies sold later. Like, you know, two million copies times profit. sixty equals profit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Profit because we didn't we didn't spend nowhere near that much money to make it. So why are yeah. we, why are we nah. doing all this? So it, it's. It's one of those things. I, I think <clears throat> he said custom robo too. I yeah, I can see that. Um, custom robo, yeah. Custom, if custom if robo. they did all, if they did a collection of all the custom robo games, that would even be nice. So at this point, I'm not even talking about revisiting and bringing the franchise back. I'm literally talking about just remakes. Period. Yeah. In 1080p, like 1080, and and I like I like the theme for all of this too for GameCube because it was all about. Uh, Things that you could do with the GPU. So you talking about um, 1080 Avalanche, Ooh. where you where you were cha- you're being chased by Avalanche the entire time. Uh, wave race, Blue Storm. You had all these all these weather effects and whatnot that was affecting the water physics. That kind of stuff, where it was literally a sandbox of them playing with physics, and then they put their franchise game on top of it. Like I want to see those um, with the newer hardware in mind. So now you've got. Now you've got, you know, um, you've got a mobile, you've got a mobile chipset now that is several times more capable than what, what we had before. So you could do all kinds of simulations and you don't even need the CPU to do it. You can run it all. You can run it all in the in the GPU on, on the switch and you get instant results. So Shadow, you might be on the soak. I just had a thought. Oh. If you take 1080, you take Wave Race. You take all those games and you throw the Nintendo Resort in there. Yeah. Boom! You just got all. That's of it. That's it. That's it right there. And like, and I was just thinking about another game that's from the game. Oh, see, Dog Void. Just said what I was yep. about to say. Guys, yeah, guys, yeah. yeah. guys, guys would have been really good because then guys. you can incorporate. Actually, you could incorporate the stuff from freaking uh, Eternal Darkness with the fear meter. You yep. can incorporate that as a tactic to scare people. Like you can build up their fear and scare them, and then take over their bodies. Yeah, and like you can, can tell, make a whole thing out of it. 
you can tell for that game, uh, they were running out of time uh, because they didn't get to fully explore all of the systems yeah, um, no. of the ghost mechanic. They were just like, yeah, we got to make a game out of this, like pretty PDQ. Yeah. So they were kind of the it was, end of the it, game was real quick. They, that yeah, it was a it was a, it was a it was a rush. It was a rush towards the end. So I'm like, yeah, I think if they if they explored that stuff um, and, and I don't think I don't think they're around anymore. I don't think any two, I don't think they're around anymore. Um, in, in space, up. yeah, I think they, they got were, uh, they were a casualty of the HD, yeah. Um, but so, hey, they could always you could always get the license and pass it right over to retro, yeah, yeah. They it, it, they were one of the people they tried to hang on as long as they could. They were making a bunch of 3DS games, I think they made one 360 game, and then mm. you know, after that, it was it was a wrap. They went the way of you know, Silicon Knights and all the rest of them, but uh, it's I would like to see. You know, as far as third party goes, um, I want Red Faction to come back. Um, I would like to see, I mean, just in general, just the the physics and playing around um, in general, as far as like a, a destruction and whatnot. Like, I want to I want to see something like that, especially if you're talking about uh, how Crackdown was supposed to be server based. Crackdown three was supposed to be server based. If you if somebody built a cloud database server for all the materials that are supposed to be in the world or whatever, it won't matter what client you're using to play the game. Then you sign in and then you have all this world structure and whatnot. Um, and <laughs> yeah, we're getting to say a that too, Gwen. Yeah, yeah, some good ones in there. Yeah, so I, I, can, I can just go in my closet and pull all the hits out. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. just, just beautiful, I, beautiful Joe one and two. And yes. that mystery third game that we never get the, the third movie that we never got because uh, the no. one on DS was not the third movie and nah, it was the fighting and, uh, game was just the fighting game so we yeah. never got the third movie. Those are both like side stories, but they never yeah. really fit the yeah to end the story. Yeah, it's just one of those. Uh, it's one of those situations where I think that if if the Capcom five thing would have happened uh, or you could just make good on it and just say, Hey, look, you know what? I mean, Capcom are doing nothing with it. They're not doing nothing with beautiful Joe. They're, they're just not. No, they're not. So <laughs> you can, you can do beautiful Joe. You can go back and do, you know, three again, if you want to, you can bring that back. Cause that, that game didn't have a big budget either. So you got that. Um, Dead Phoenix will probably bring back a lot of memories from people. Yeah. Um, and I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just so many games. Like, I just bring that Fantasy Star online. Um, uh, the first one. A lot of, yeah, the first yeah, one. Fantasy Fant Star Online, episode one and two. Just bring all that back. Bring those servers back up and keep it moving. I think people will have fun still. You can obviously manage that server now. We know all the problems and bugs and ways around uh, everything yeah. now. This because everybody's happy. To be back. honest. To be honest, they'll tighten that stuff up. So we yeah, already know it'll be that. real easy for them to do it because yeah. you already know you already what, know what it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to bring up one game series and then I want to talk about one more thing before we close out. Because I am an X-Men fan, I need my X-Men Legends 1 and 2. <laughs> I need my Legends <laughs> 1 and 2. Dude, I know Phoenix. people love I know people love Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I, I do, but X-Men Legends started that and they should go back to X Men. God dang it! <laughs> yeah, I I think I have X Men Legends two, if I'm not mistaken. Because two was, I, was 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 when they cheated and made you have to fight Apocalypse. Yeah, not fair. <laughs> not fair. Not fair at all. Yeah. So, but yeah, um, yeah, Dark Boy. We yeah, we brought up we, Sky, yeah, we, Skies of Arcadia. Bloody yeah. Roar, Bloody Roar. Yes, Bloody Roar. Especially Mitch, Bloody Mitch Roar seven. three, three. Yeah. I love three. 
Um, but yeah, that 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 series needs to make a comeback. Um, especially since uh, who, who somebody has that license. Uh, who had it before? I'm, it was I'm Aiding had it think. before. Aiding had it before. Yes. Yeah, but they're gone. They're right. gone. Yeah, they're... Um, but somebody has that license because I remember reading somewhere. I think it was on. There, on there was Rand, supposed to be a new game. Somebody had. Yeah, because somebody had um somebody had renewed it, and people got happy because it got renewed, and they were like, "Oh, we get a new game," and then nothing else happened. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to figure out who who uh, who has that now. Uh. As far as publisher goes, I, well, Wikipedia has a list that says uh, Activision, Hudson Soft, Konami, oh, oh, uh, <laughs> Sony at one point, and Virgin Interactive. Uh, so, I think. Well, if it's Activision right now, they got uh, they got legal problems to worry about. <laughs> they ain't yeah. worried about the game right now. Yeah. That's not named Call of Duty. <laughs> so, Bloody Roar Four was PS Four, PS Two, and I don't know which. I don't know. We got, Primal. We got that Primal Fury. We got like an offshoot yeah. of one of them. We got Primal Fury on uh, GameCube. I it's looking like it's still aiding. That's what I was about to say. I think it's still them that has it, and they don't want to let it go. Jeez. I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, it. Why? <laughs> yeah, but, it's still them. Yeah. Okay. Well, and the reason why I, I brought this this up today is because um so i was thinking about that nintendo switch online and i was thinking about they got the nintendo the nes one and the super nes and i'm like dude we got gamecube controllers you still yeah. sell gamecube controllers. it's not like you stopped when mm. smash brothers um uh sales started cooling off a little bit you still sell them you still sell the adapters so we got gamecube controllers why won't you just do the freaking damn <laughs> online? We can use the controllers for it. They could. You can use the controller to control other games. I was playing yeah. Street Fighter Anniversary with the damn you thing. You can like, play uh, Mario Kart with it. Yes. You can play Mario Kart. Super Mario Odyssey too. And here's the thing. They will not tell you this. You, no. you find out by accident. <laughs> and that was before the update for remapping your controller. It yeah, just natively worked. Yeah. yeah. And, and now, obviously, you can, so... Yeah, That's just so, crazy. <laughs> yeah, so I was just sitting back thinking, and and I was like, okay, because it's not like, and, and look, I understand you, the, the the problems with third party trying to get their stuff on there. I'm not even talking about third party games. I'm talking about their games, like Star Fox Adventures on Dinosaur Planet, Metroid Prime One and Two, mm -hmm. uh, Mario Sunshine. I know a lot of people hate that, but y'all y'all know y'all gonna play it. There's still uh, a lot of people that like it because they yeah. bought the they bought the collection that you yeah, know the collection. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, that, that, every, that can't be found in stores, apparently. Yeah, everybody that complains about F Zero wanting a new one. Now we get to see where your money, put your money where your mouth is. So you know, all, they got a whole bunch of exclusives that if they just put twenty of them on there, that pays for it. Um, another one got brought up uh, last week, I believe, on Twitter as well, and um, they. I don't think it would be a problem if they brought this out because I think it it really didn't get enough attention. And um, it's uh, freaking this game on GameCube, Star Fox Assault. Uh, Assault, yeah. Um, yeah. They should just go ahead and, and um, they should redo that one. That soundtrack was amazing. The, the um, only problem with that game was like the other vehicles, not the R Wing, it's the other vehicles. Yeah. Like the Landmaster Tank and uh, what's the other one that was that kept, kept messing up? 
Um, right, the right. sub wasn't in that yeah. one. Yeah, but uh, they, it was something else in there. It the was thing, the only thing that played right was the damn R wing. I'm like, really? <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah, the tank was super slow. It didn't work. It didn't work well at all. Uh, but on foot was okay. It, it was okay. It wasn't as it wasn't as good as 64. And I think that's just because 64 was unintentionally good for some reason. Well, I, the 64 had a controller for that. Yes. The way that controller was designed, it was made for that. And it's, it's just weird because GameCube, that analog stick, all you had to do was cut the gate off of it. And it's just a true analog stick still. Yeah. So it could have been... It could have been a twin stick shoot. It could have been just it like could've. Doom or something. Yeah. It could have been. They just didn't. Uh, I don't know. They, they didn't. They could have just released another version of the controller with with the gate off, um, and people would have bought that to play. You know, to play Turag or whatever they wanted to play. Uh, I think that could have been a thing. That was another one of the uh, another one of the uh, the the misconceptions that people. Oh, well, you can't even play game. You can't play shooters with that thing because That's of the stick. Yes. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, bro. I played. I played many. I played many shooters with this game with this game controller. So yeah. it, it's it I works mean, just fine uh, for me. I it's mean, just a Metroid game, Prime, man. Just a Metroid game. Prime. Metroid Prime proved that was a lie. Correct. Metroid Prime proved that was a lie. So, um, but that was the thing, like, because uh, people have been asking for a GameCube virtual console since the Wii U. And I'm like, come on, man. It, at this point, look, I, like I said, I understand the whole issue with third parties and stuff like that. I understand that, that that'll probably be more of an issue. But your stuff, and especially with the GameCube, GameCube had a lot of freaking Nintendo games, like straight up mm. theirs. So Definitely did. So I ain't even worried about... <laughs> Like some of the some of the other stuff, I'm just like Eternal Darkness is theirs, so you can put yeah. that on there. Uh, Star Fox Assault is that even though Namco helped out, it's theirs. It's theirs. It's their franchise. Yeah. So, yeah, so like stuff that I like, like Tales of Phony, Yeah, that's gonna be a problem. Skies of Arcadia, that'll probably I, be a problem. Microsoft but, will work with Nintendo first. Uh, well, no, they wouldn't have to work with Nintendo on that one. Star Fox Adventures. I mean, yeah, Star Fox Adventures is theirs. Yeah, Nintendo owns all that, so yeah, they could just redo that. Yeah, that, that's not that's mark. And even if it would, you really think Phil's gonna say no? Because then no. Phil won't be able to play it. Phil yeah, it wouldn't be no. Yes. It wouldn't be no way to sell it. So yeah. why, why even? Phil would say yes. That's why we getting Master Chief as the last uh character for um Smash. Y'all really gonna be pissed off then. Um, <laughs> I just really they just need to just go ahead. I, I wouldn't even. I probably would buy it just because, and I probably wouldn't even play it on there. But if they just port Killer Instinct to Switch and just say, hey, look, if this this is our our our. The price for the price for putting in on Switch means that you sign into Xbox Live once you do it, and then that's it. Just like Cuphead yeah. and all the other stuff, like it, it shouldn't even be that big of a deal at that point. Shadow, we both know that game would sell like crazy on. Switch. Of course it will, it I, and, I, and like I'm I'm fairly certain they know that, and I'm fairly certain I would double dip. <laughs> I know I will. I, yeah. I, you, th- you throw a nice art book in there, and I'm definitely yeah, I'll pay yeah. whatever price you want. Hundred dollars collector's edition. Oh, and you. Oh, and y'all oh, coming out with a custom fight stick too? Okay. They won. <laughs> they won. <laughs> All so they had to do was listen to the video I put out. Yeah. Which they it's, probably it's, already have. It's just gonna come out in two years. They um, just not. They're not ready. Yeah. They're not ready yet. Well, when, uh, you know, you know, I'm waiting on that uh, Metroid uh, Halo crossover that's probably gonna happen. Oh, Halo Eight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be interesting. 
So, that um, would definitely be interesting. Andre, when are you gonna make that video? <laughs> just I, mean, I haven't made the video, but I've talked about it enough. I mean, uh, when are you gonna make that video just for you know clarification sake? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we might have got it if Halo DS ever got published. Because you know, yeah, if that, Nintendo was going to let that get published on the DS, they you they would have to add some kind of Nintendo stuff to it, and it, it was going to be Metroid. It, it, it would have it, to be. It, it, it literally, to me, the whole Metroid Halo thing actually literally writes itself. Yeah, it, it writes itself. It's, it's not even that. It's, it's just it's like outer a dream space. crossover. Yeah. Outer space is so vast; you could have this happen, and, and it could yeah. still be yeah. canonical to both series. Yeah, and they have can still a, go their separate ways. Yeah, and have it be a one-off. At this point, it can cross over with Star Fox too. I mean, well, that point. was the rumor back during the six gen. The rumor was that uh, there was supposed to have been a crossover between Star Fox and Metroid. And Metroid. And I say Star Fox, Metroid, Halo, Ratchet and Clank just merge all that shit. No, well, <laughs> well, Ratchet and Clank, Ratchet and Clank is do, doing all these riffs. All these riffs. I'm yeah, surprised true. they didn't. I'm That's surprised true. they didn't. They didn't fall into New Dawn City. Yeah, might as well. <laughs> but do, but you do know the ultimate crossover for these, and it's because it won't happen ever, because the ships in Star Fox use the same drives as the cars in F Zero. You could have everybody meet up in F Zero, have them all be racers in F Zero, yep. and and not and not to mention, um, you got to have uh, Samus have that her uh, a little Mac bobblehead. <laughs> On the dash, yeah, that, oh, that's, that's that's good stuff. That's good I, st stuff. I still love that meme to this day, dude. I still love that meme. That is so the artwork that came out of that. Y'all thought Bowsette was a problem, bro. <laughs> nah. the, 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 bro. the Samus Little Mac stuff got it it's got just, uncomfortable at the while. Also, you're a little Mac fan. Yeah, like, it got uncomfortable at the while when she was just basically saying she was gonna basically take it. I'm like, no, thirty four. Like, yeah, like what? It's undefeated. Hell? Okay, Route 34 so is always undefeated. Um, yeah, much. there's no no way to really get around it. I GameCube was an awesome system, man. I I yeah, just it, it, it still is. I still play it upstairs. It's just the thing. lies that came out around it that just yeah. pissed me off. It was the lies that, that was doing same that. thing so, with the Wii U. Yeah, yeah same, same thing. We they were. Why they were, is it that the systems that are beloved Dreamcast as well are everybody's favorite, but during the time frame it was. The worst thing to ever be created. I just never understand that. You have to you have to create that dynamic because you have two pieces of hardware in Wii U and GameCube that are approaching threat levels because there's no excuses. Yeah. So you can't sit here and say like at this point, not putting a Grand Theft Auto game on GameCube back then was a business decision. Clearly. There's no oh well it, the disc blah blah no you can no, use multiple discs no. oh the it's bandwidth uh, the bandwidth is less uh, PS2 has less bandwidth okay. yeah PS2 less effective yeah, bandwidth less. anyway yeah um, way less yeah and so you couldn't even and then there were other open world games that came out on GameCube that were bigger than Grand Theft Auto then at the time so yep. you can't yep. sit here and tell me while I got True Crime running on my GameCube with no problems whatsoever I take the disc out it just freezes for a second I put the disc back in it goes right back to doing what it was doing and then you tell me you have a problem putting Grand Theft Auto on this but it just wasn't a thing then they just tried they needed help with those excuses so you had gaming press and magazines and all that to help further that along and it's and, and, to be it, honest, and, and to be honest we 
we all know that Yamamushi before they had didn't help the situation. Yeah, because he didn't re- he didn't really care. And, and, he, and, and you weren't gonna talk to him any kind of way. Well, what I want to say right now, I can't help right now. I can't say right now because Andre over here is doing daddies at large. So yeah. I can't. <laughs> but yeah. Um, but yeah, that's how that's how he felt about a lot of that. And 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 that was the thing that he was saying about American companies too, in general and the kind of deals they want to cut and the things that they want to do uh, directly conflicted with how Nintendo was doing business. And there, there was no way they were going to, he was going to do that. Yeah. They weren't going to do that. Yeah. So, for um, a reason. All right. So dark boy does have a question. Um, he asked, do you believe the rumors of the N64 coming to NSO or is this just another switch pro frenzy by the same people? I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah, if they were going to do it, it. If they were going to, if Nintendo was going to do it, they should have done it already. To be honest, because you're in year four, mm-hmm. uh, Nintendo's lifespan is usually between four to six years console lifespan. There's no excuse to not have had it done by now. And seeing as how the NES and the SNES are basically what the mini was, yeah. that's all they did. They just put the mini and just put it on. Uh, I don't, that's why I'm. That's why I didn't understand why they did that. I'm like, if you're gonna do some, do the whole, do your whole thing. You could have been done in '64 and GameCube and even Wii if you wanted to. It's just now. so strange because you have people complaining and saying, "Oh, we need this game on virtual console. This game on virtual console. We need this on Switch Online." Blah blah blah. The mini consoles come out and they buy them in bulk, and I'm like. I thought y'all wanted to have them on the console, but y'all yep. are buying the mini consoles, which so that all that's going to do is further confuse Nintendo. They're just like, whatever we do, we print money. So it kind of doesn't really matter at this point. There's no there's no reason to rush us to do anything. So we're going to take our sweet time and do whatever. And the only reason we came out with the with the NES mini was because, <laughs> hey, we got a whole lot of stock and we got to get rid of all these old parts. Yeah. And oh, God, yeah. it sold a lot. I guess we got to make more somehow. Like, you know, and then so the SNES ended up being the same thing. So it's it's just strange. And then they're still selling NES online controllers, which is just a USB port at the end of these things instead of the custom port or whatever that's on the minis. And I'm like, people are still buying them. And I, I, I'm so confused well, about that because uh, it goes back to what um, uh, a person on Twitter put. I think it was Alonzo Vines put where he was like, and I'm trying to make sure I remember this properly, but he was basically saying like, um, people get what they deserve with Mm -hmm. as far as the Nintendo. And I'm like, I agree. And there were people who got mad, but I'm like, no, he's not lying. Cause you can't sit there and say you want this, this, and this, and then you turn right back around and pay for it. So if you say you hate Nintendo online, you cannot then get with your friends and buy the family plan Mm -hmm. and then say that you still hate Nintendo online. Because that, now Nintendo is like, okay, you said it sucked, but we see you playing Smash and Mario Kart and all this other stuff. So do you like it or do you not? That was the discussion <laughs> that I had with Mr. T when we when I did when I did the Shadow Cast then. And it was because of you know what Alonzo Mines had put out. And and so it, there's two dualities there. So you have he's obviously got a point where he's just like, look, y'all are hypocrites, and all y'all doing is proving to Nintendo that you'll buy whatever they put out. And then there's the other part where if you are the diehard Nintendo fan and you've been doing this all this time and you've seen Nintendo literally give you everything for $50 and then you move on now and now the games are $60 and whatnot and they're having less and less stuff in them. 
I can see how you're like, well, I feel like I feel like I'm being cheated as a Nintendo fan because I've been with you all this time and used to give me all this stuff. And now you're not. But all Nintendo is doing is following industry trends, too, on yep. top of that. Because they're seeing they're seeing the competition. They're like, so you're going to buy Madden for $90, which was the same game from last year. And it's just a roster update. And we over here making brand new games for sixty. Yeah. Huh. Or my personal favorite is the um. What, what was it? It was uh. Um. I just had it and I, and I forgot it. Because there, 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 well, the gist of it is basically like they didn't want to pay for Nintendo Online because of the whole not having features. But I was like, look. Let, let's let's break this down. How many of y'all actually use Xbox Chat or do you use Discord and Skype? If if Nintendo Switch Online today, if it today had voice chat, if it had voice chat, if it had lobby all chat, all native. of that, all it does, native, have, it does have voice chat, but yes, native. If it if it had it all native and you could connect your Bluetooth headset, you could take your Apple and it connect directly to the Switch and you could voice chat through that, and you could do party chat. You don't even have to be playing the same game right now. Way less people would be using it. That's that's online right now. Like people wouldn't even be using it like that. Yeah, no, it's just a point to not be in Discord or there'd be no point. There'd be nothing to argue about at that point. My son plays over Facetime. He calls people on Facetime and then they play. I mean, because I, I I game on the Xbox Shadow. You know this. How many times yeah. have we played Killer Instinct and we had to we had to get off of Party Chat and go yep. to Discord because Party Chat kept messing up. Yeah, and I pay for that. And you and, and you pay for that. And I, and, I, and I was trying to explain to you, I'm like, you have no idea how much these server costs can actually get. Nintendo don't own no server farm. Microsoft does. So if you want to start talking about anti-consumer. Yeah. Microsoft <laughs> literally has it all and they're still charging you. And yeah. then, But you got Nintendo and Sony that have to they, pay somebody. They have to pay the somebody. Host. And the, uh, the other thing that, that I found funny, I remember asking a friend of mine who has kids, I was like, would you keep giving your child money after they get married and got a house and family and kids like no okay then why in the world do you expect nintendo to keep paying online stuff online stuff when at the same time everybody else is paying they're not even charging you as much as everybody else yeah and, and at that point it's just like okay yeah they were giving you stuff for free or whatever but even then y'all were complaining and saying it wasn't enough they weren't yeah. doing the same thing that sony and microsoft were doing even though you weren't paying for it even though yeah. when I was saying, defending them, say, hey, look, it's free. You can't really complain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, but it's not. It doesn't have the voice chat. It doesn't have all this. It doesn't have all that. Okay. Well, oh, now you're things. getting you're getting the achievements in some games. You're yep. getting all the other features, sans voice chat. Or you're getting voice chat in some games, especially if they're server-based, like Fortnite and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You're getting their voice chat and all that now. And you're getting cloud saves and all this other kind of foolishness that y'all say y'all want it because the other services started yeah, throwing them on yeah. after the fact. Uh and now you're mad and you don't want to pay a third of the price that the other. I'm, how dare they charge me? I'm like, but they're giving you more stuff than they gave yeah. you on the Wii and Wii U online. Mm-hmm. Even so, though, even though like the, the Wii U online wasn't as bad as people tried to make it out to be. Yeah. And they're like, but it doesn't have the virtual console. The virtual console was extra on Wii U. And Wii U. Yeah, it, yeah. You had to pay for those one at a time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just one. It's one of those things where I'm like, yeah, you got. 
but it, it comes down to when you have a conversation like this, like when me and Mr. T started talking about it, there was really nothing we could disagree on because everything yeah. that we were talking about is like how we're, we come to the same conclusion. We're like, yeah, but you got this over here and then you that got this a, over it, here. It, it was the, the, the problem is there is no right answer. Correct. Nope. There's just no right answer. Because you can't please these folks. Yeah. And the thing is, it's just how you feel. But the, at the same time, if you're thinking uh, from a business standpoint, what is Nintendo supposed to do? If you're still paying for it, you're paying for it. I'm when I look at when I look at the the breakdown, and I'm an exec, and I'm looking at the breakdown. I'm seeing, hey, well, they paid for it. It's the same thing we had the conversation about Animal Crossing and Pokemon. People kept, oh, we got to boycott this and boycott that. Yep. Fastest selling, both of them fastest selling today in the series. That was another thing too. Uh, uh, G Twin TBG just said they're still supporting Wii U yeah. and 3DS online. It's still online right now. All Nintendo network devices and services are still, still online, hmm. but you got people complaining. But I'm like, and, I, and I've told you, I've seen people make a whole bunch of videos about how horrible the online service is. But then I turn around and I'm on Smash Bros. this weekend, and they own, they own that, they well, own. Okay, Streaming it. clearly you paid for it. <laughs> so no, I didn't pay for it. Me and my friends, we got together and we paid for the family plan. You paid for, paid for it. We on year four now, bro. Well, year five technically. So yeah. I, at some point, that card don't expire, and they're like, "Hey, I need to put the card in again." Hey, I'm not paying for that this year. That means you're going yeah. to at some yeah. point because you want to keep your username and all other kind of foolishness. So I don't so, even believe half of that either. I, yeah. So I mean, you can't. At, the, at some point, you have to sit up and say, "Okay, you got to put your money where your mouth is." If you yep. really, if you really that mad at what they're doing, don't pay for it. Yeah, so the vast don't complain about it either. The, the vast majority of people that jumped on day one, they just got their stuff renewed because I yeah. mine mine just uh, renewed um, around the same time. And you get all the, the emails when I say, "Hey, you just renewed, blah blah blah. Welcome back, and we got all this stuff for you or whatever." Mm -hmm. So it's a lot of people that renewed, and whether they rode with a friend or not before, uh, once it's time to renew, and that person don't want to pay that family plan no more. Yeah, you, got, you back on your own. <laughs> you on your own. You got you to offer up that dub. So, so. You, I still see you online, which means clearly somebody paid something. Mm -hmm. So I, that's why I, I, it's just one of those situations. Like, I understand why people are upset. I kind of I kind of understand. But at the same time, you can't get mad at a company for looking at their, <laughs> at, at their you know, at their payouts and everything and saying, okay, look. Well, when our numbers come in, we're making money. So apparently they like it. Yeah, that's just the thing. I, so, like, what do you do when you're profitable? You have iconic characters that, you know, do nothing but print money for you. Uh, but you have this fan base that seems to hate themselves. Um, they want this giant, fantastic Mario game. You give them the giant, fantastic Mario game, and they just ask for more. Um, they want this game to come out. You release that game, nobody really buys it. But they ask for another one. Then they say they want this type of game, and we miss this type of game that you used to make. We did, you know, and then you're like, well, yeah, we're making them, and then some of y'all are buying some of these, and some of y'all are not. And then what we'll have is we'll have a situation where we'll have a game not sell that well at all. You'll demand for another one. We'll make it that one to sell well, and then we make a sequel to that, and then that one doesn't sell well again. So it's like, what do we do? Because y'all are acting like y'all want stuff, but then you're not following up with your wallets. Mm -hmm. So how do you? There's there's no way to really, other than for them to be 
true Japanese businessmen like they originally were. They just go back to that once they see once they see, OK, we listen to y'all for Xenoblade and Xenoblade seems to be tracking and trending to be that thing mm -hmm. where you guys were right on. Y'all wanted this a lot and y'all actually paid for it and bought it. Right. Yep. Then we have other things where we're like, OK, we chase this. We see a little demand on it, whatever. And then we're like, hmm, uh, not really selling the way that we're tracking here. And what we're not going to do is take a loss. So yeah. until we see something that's going to sell really well as the next project for this franchise, we're not going to do it. We'll we're take gonna, a we'll take a small loss, but we're going to take we're going to do no destiny. Yeah, we're not doing we're not doing that. We're not doing. Oh, you know what? They're going to keep on asking for Halo, so we're just continue making Halos, and we're going to continue spending a hundred million plus every time. No, 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 <laughs> no. We're not doing. It. We're not spending fifty five mil. Mm -mm. We're not spending twenty five if we can help it. No, I. Their their most expensive game was is, is Breath of the Wild, Breath right? Wild. And I think mm -hmm. that's what. I can't remember the number, I, but it, I, that might be that might be clocking a hundred. It may be, yeah. but that, but that game had been in development since 2013. 13, yeah, thirteen or fourteen. So that's another one of those things too, where you know, just the time of it being produced is going to get you that far. So where you're talking about a two or three year cycle between Halo One and Halo Two, and it's the same amount of money, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, man! Like that's a yeah. lot of bread to spend. And when you look at like when you look at something like Zelda, Zelda is a once a generate the mainline game is a once mm -hmm. a generation console. The, the once a console generation, they're not doing three and four. Yep. And, and, and it's, it's only it's only it's only so many ways you can retell that story anyway. And and then the whole point is to explain a game mechanic through that story. So why would you want to do that multiple times in the same console generation with well, that, the same that, mechanics and it wouldn't work. Yeah, it wouldn't it work. Wouldn't, wouldn't work. We would have made the most sense to have multiple yeah. uh, Zeldas on because of all the different things you could do with that platform. But yeah. like Switch, yeah, you could play on the go. But what else different? I mean, you have motion and stuff, but we did motion on Wii and Wii U. Yeah, so that that ain't nothing. Yeah, at this point. So and once again, like the way they the way the Zelda game is set up. Since it's all reincarnation anyway, it's easier to tell that story around, like I said, whatever the the console feature is. Yep. It's easier to tell that story because hey, all we gotta do is they reincarnate we're on a different era in the timeline. So here's the game. <laughs> yep. It's why you have an Android tablet in Breath of the Wild. <laughs> yep. Protect your uncle so he doesn't die. Protect yeah. your uncle. Don't let Link's uncle die. That's yeah. that's the goal. That's basically so. I mean, it, that's just one of those situations. Like a Metroid, I can see a multiple Metroid game because it's Metroid. And once yeah. again, they're not spending that much money on Metroid. They're just not. I will say this though, I I just saw the most uh, Nintendo Switch consoles I've ever seen at one time in a very long time, and that was in my local Costco. Um, probably because they get, was, they're trying to get them out because them OLED has been dropping another two. And yeah, hours. yeah, I saw about a good. It was like twenty or thirty of them on a yeah. on a on a on a pallet or what have you. And I'm like, wow, that's a lot. I haven't seen that in any store in a while. Like, yeah. and usually you see a couple. I, I, I think the most I've seen is like ten in a case at a Target, and I never see that much. Uh, um, more than one time, anywhere really. So they're they're usually they're usually gone. So it's. Yeah, they're really trying to get them out of there. But I think I think the OLED will help sell the regular ones still, regardless whether there's a price drop or not. I know that's that's supposed to be rumored. Um, 
the price drop is in Europe. It's not in America. Yeah, I think that's specifically for the European market. But even if it does happen here, I, that's not going to really help move no. <clears throat> numbers as much as they already are. Um, and that's the other thing too. Like we seem to be in this in this perpetual state of ignoring how well the system is selling it's still the best selling console in the united states month after month after month 33 months in a row i believe now it's gonna hit 100 mil before before december in my opinion it's gonna hit 100 yeah so i i don't it will be the fastest selling console to 100 million yeah now i know what would help it if they do like uh just, just like they did with uh monster hunter rise if they do a sweet little uh, Metroid-based switch, yeah, that, yeah, with a with a pro controller, which I don't yep. know why they didn't think to do that. <laughs> like, look, I mean, there should be a pro I, controller for that, but yeah. <laughs> well, we know Power Power gonna give us one. I already know Power mm-hmm. gonna give us one, but <laughs> Nintendo themselves should actually give us one. And that that brings me to this question: Before we get out of here, do you think? And this goes for all three of them. Do you think? Um, because Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo all having drift problems. It's not just Nintendo. Do you think Power A should should, should they go to Power A and let them do them? Because Power A don't seem to have that problem. So, hmm. I, I don't know how to how to how to how and to address reason, that one though. Well, the reason why I say that is because uh they're using Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo all using the same manufacturer. So clearly mm-hmm. it's it's a manufacturer issue. It's not what everybody trying to act like it's just a company issue. No, it's a manufacturer issue because all of them are having the same problem. They're using the same, <laughs> same part, part, and it's just, yeah. but it's 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 kind of the manufacturer issue too because that certain part requires certain spacing. Um, so it's not going to happen as often on the Xbox Series X controller because it's so tight in there and the, all the pressure is pushing down on that on that piece in but there for the thumbstick. The controller either because the yeah. controller ain't. Ain't the same. They're not using the same. They're not using the same part. So whatever part they're using there doesn't need. It doesn't matter where it's sitting inside of inside of the pad for you to get the responsiveness that you need. But for the switch, like you literally need to put pressure in there. Um, you got to put like a little spacer in there or something to keep to keep the pressure, keep it from um, rubbing away and getting lost and um, and the tracking the tracking being thrown off on it. Um, and then the same thing for PS5 as well. You play for long enough, you eventually push the thumbstick down too hard and it'll get lost the same way and it start tracking going all over the place. So, and to be honest with you, it just started happening to my um, DualShock 4 as well um, on the on the right stick for whatever reason. And it's that's it took well, they, a, it took a while for that to happen though. We're talking about a good five years. But um, the, they're 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 in the middle of a lawsuit as well. Sony's in the middle of one. Nintendo, y'all know about the, everybody knows about the Nintendo one, but Sony's yep. in there as well, and Microsoft's in there as well for their. Now the the companies like um, Nacon, who does the the uh, Sony version of the Elite, mm-hmm. and Microsoft Elite, they're not worried about it, and Power A ain't worried about it. That's why I was bringing up. I'm like, okay, so clearly it's not. Uh, it's, it's the issue is with the manufacturer, not as much with. So you know. at that point, it's going to be not only Power A and their parent company, but it's going to be those individual platform holders. And do they want to cut a deal with? Do them? they want to cut a deal? And with them? and even if Nintendo wants to cut a deal with them, 
does Power A want to cut a deal? Because they make more money being a third party licensee um, than working with them. And then that's their only bread and butter. Because well, if you work with all three of them, it don't matter. True. If you work with all three of them, it don't matter. But some executive somewhere is going to be like, what money are we leaving on the table by not mm -hmm. also being a third party? Um, Good point. Good point. And, then, and then as soon as you partner with all three platforms, guess what's going to happen? Your competition is going to become the leading third party um, controller manufacturer for all three yeah. platforms. And then now yeah. you're losing all. Kind. So it, it's sad, but, but it's the world runs off profit. And you got people in boardrooms saying, how will I get my investment up for the next quarter? And that's how will I, how will I get my yacht so I can tell, yep. so I can show Leonardo DiCaprio that he ain't nothing. That's, <laughs> unfortunately, that's how it, how it yeah. works for most of these companies. So it's not Nintendo is in a rare situation where they're one of the companies where they they literally operate on long term long term productivity versus short term. Even their investors, they're just like, yeah, you're gonna have to wait until the end of the next fiscal year. Fiscal year? Well, I need to return this quarter next fiscal year. Yeah, but you're gonna get your return. You just ain't gonna get it. <laughs> they're consistent. Yeah, that's the reason why those reasons why I told people they need to stop listening to Michael Pat because clearly, <laughs> clearly, but that's easier to know that that's a, that's a whole another four hours of podcast that we don't have time just, for. Just don't listen to a North American investor. Period. Like yeah. anybody that works with any of a North American bank, they have they have no uh, no idea why or what the structure is yeah. uh, with Nintendo as far as finances go. So why are you even bother? Yeah, why are you even talking? But that's neither here nor there. But all right, so um, I think that's what we're gonna cut it off. Right, right here. Uh, thanks everybody for joining. Uh, thank you, chat, for commenting. We really appreciate it. Uh, Andre, anything you want to pimp out or um, let Capcom, Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo know that you're putting out next week? <laughs> I'll just whatever shows up, shows up, and just be on the lookout for it. That's it. All right, Capcom Street, Street Fighter Seven ideas right there. Oh, right. me too. Okay, I see you. <laughs> All right, Shadow. Uh yeah, channel still dead. Uh, I got uh um some a lot of a lot of pain. I blame the Atlanta Falcons for my channel being dead. Um, but at least the Braves are winning, so that's that's always good. Um, yeah, uh, you'll you'll see me on Twitter. I may or may not be active this week, depending on what I want to do. So check that kind of uh still existing YouTube channel out, and you might see some stuff there. If not, you might at least see a, a post on YouTube, maybe like a little. Um, like a, a poll or something may come up. Just just something. Just just stay there, stay subscribed, and you'll see what I got going on. And if you don't stay subscribe, stay subscribed. Somebody will tell you you'll jump back on and resubscribe anyway, because that's what y'all do. But uh, other than that, do you play games to have fun or to impress other people? All right. Um, Always to impress some... other people. <laughs> <laughs> so I did put some uh, gameplay up of a uh, cruising blast. Um, mm. so might want to check that game out. And yes, it's true. It doesn't have online, but it's still a fun game. I, I think a lot of people will enjoy it. So check it out over on the gaming channel. I'm probably going to try to put some more uh, gameplay vids up uh, this week if I can. Um, and um, I just don't know what. So just check it out. Uh, I'm trying to work on I'm still trying to work on getting the schedule down, Pat. But uh, we'll get to there when we get there. So yep. uh, we'll see you guys. Oh, uh if you're watching What If, me and Vicky from Fangirl Review do a What If um, recap every Sunday at 10 a.m. So if you want to see our thoughts on the different episodes, just 
check it out. We did an episode this morning. If uh, what if Killmonger like white people? I mean, um, what if Killmonger uh, saved Tony Stark? <laughs> Uh, no, um, it was a what if Killmonger said save Tony Stark, and this is actually a pretty interesting episode. So, if you like what if on uh Disney Plus, check that out, and uh, we'll see you guys on the next Sunday here on the Weekend Podcast. So, peace out, peeps. Lucy, y'all, peace out, everybody. See if I can get this uh thing to stop. Yeah, there we go. <laughs>